VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Cheers. Hello there, it's Tig Notaro, and I'm sitting here with my co-hosts. Fortune Famester. Hello there, it's Mae Martin as well. Oh. And you're listening to Handsome. Handsome Pod! <laughs> That's us. You can really hear when people are smiling while they're talking, eh? Like, I really heard, and you're listening to Hands. I heard the smile. Yeah. <laughs> you were keeping it smooth and sexy, but fun. <laughs> smiling on through with smooth jazz. I have a lot of energy this morning. Why? I don't really know, because <laughs> mornings, I'm not like a typical, like, morning person. Okay. You're atypical. Yeah. And maybe that's the stand-up in me. Yeah. I'm a night owl. When do you go to bed? Like midnight. I don't know if that counts as night owl. Really? (laughs) To go to bed at midnight? Well, especially... (laughs) That's pretty late. That's that's an early night for May. May, what's your bedtime? Well, it's changing and evolving now, especially I'm in the writer's room again, but normally I can't get to bed till like 2, 2 2.30. Oh, that is a night owl. I know. And then I wake up like 9.30 kind of. But why did you shoot out of bed this morning? Like a little, uh, I don't know, popping candy. Like a a pretty little lady. I was excited to see you guys. (laughs) Girl. Skipping around as you make your coffee. Yeah. I do make coffee. I used to go buy it. Because I'm a, I'm a big coffee person. I love yeah. espresso. And I used to go buy it. And it's pretty expensive if you buy it like every day. Yeah. So I got one of those like um, barista machines. Oh, mm. nice. So maybe that's why I'm in a good mood. I had my coffee. What do you guys wear to sleep? Oh, May. I can't Finally. believe I, <laughs> I, Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing taking a matching set of PJs and a little, and a little hat. But now we're getting to the <laughs> nitty gritty. <laughs> What does everyone wear to bed? <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Tell us. Just, just my panties. <laughs> For real, just that? Yeah. yeah. Really? My panties. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. No onesie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you too, bro. <laughs> yeah. You go night-night in your panties. <laughs> yeah, cool, me too, bro. You go night-night in your panties. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right dude i'm gonna go night night my panties <laughs> no i'm uh in the uh like the boy shorts and uh, a t-shirt yeah what do you do may that's what is on everyone's mind <laughs> uh full leather no i go uh i go boy short like boxers and, and t-shirt i think yeah. I, as i slept fully naked as a kid until like too late like until maybe 13 i was just getting up in the morning fully naked going making my tea <laughs> making your coffee <laughs> yeah it was i loved being naked nary a panty nary a panty to be seen are you strike me as someone who doesn't mind being naked still still though yeah you know what i well before like top surgery and stuff i felt confident naked but not confident in clothes like i hmm. but once i'm naked i know what what i'm up to yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. know what that means what i just said I don't once know i'm naked means. i'm i know what i'm out to. yeah like i feel con- <laughs> once i'm naked i have no clue what i'm up to 
That is. <laughs> I've lost me. I yeah. love once I'm naked, I know what I'm up to. That's. I don't know what I meant by that. I think like sexy, I, sexy time. I assume. No. Yeah. I More guess merch. Was like the cl- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> once I'm naked, I think the clothes made me feel more awkward. And yeah, yeah. No, I don't mind being naked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lights off kind of gal. What is lights? Oh, lights off. I thought you said light soft. I'm I like a light, a light soft, soft kind of Yeah. <laughs> when I've had my pontus, I like the lights very soft. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I'm not. This is not a body that likes to be naked. Well, I don't mm. like to sleep naked because I want to be ready for anything. Like if if zombies come or a murderer. Zombs. I, zombs. <laughs> Great memory. Yeah. Yeah, if zombies come, I want to be able to jump up and fight them. I was thinking more like earthquakes, but uh, sure, <laughs> zombies. Well, so am I in a real situation because I'm just sleeping in my ponties? Yeah. Well, you definitely need a pair of shoes nearby and maybe a pair of pants. I always have my little slippers next to the bed. Do they have little bun- bunny ears on them? On the Might bed? as well. I do like the visual of you just in your panties and slippers outside with like everyone else who's like just endured an earthquake <laughs> and you're in bunny I'm rabbit just... slippers you're like guys that was a that was shaky 5.5 <laughs> anyone else's hair get messed up <laughs> yeah so am i a little is it too vulnerable to just be in ponties it's all about how you feel you know, if you feel like you could take on a zomb in your panties, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Taking on a zomb in my panties. Yeah, I could do it. How did you wake up feeling this morning, Tig? Like, full of beans or? A little tired. Yeah. Okay. I am not a heavy drinker. Mm. And I had a uh, a skinny margarita last night. Ooh. And I'm noticing that... T- um, it's not turquoise tequila <laughs> tequila really makes me sleep mm-hmm. oh and because it's supposed to be one of the like uppers yeah and then i read uh found a may fact online how uh tequila is really helpful with sleeping really oh, i yeah. did not know that and so i when i have a margarita which is my go-to when I'm down to party. Mm-hmm. My next morning, I'm a little like, oh boy, not hungover, but it, it just makes yeah. I I'm just a I'm not, I'm I'm not a big booze hound. I, well, I know that because you called ter- tequila turquoise. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't I drank think of some turquoise last night, <laughs> 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 and I've never looked better. <laughs> that I guess is a real tell. But yeah, that's how I woke up a little, little groggy. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to my sister-in-law's wedding. Oh. And so this morning I got to see a real cute parade. Oh, you bedroom. saw the little suits that are going to be the, worn? The three piece yes. tuxes. I mean, it, oh my God. I, I, God help me what I saw parading through the bedroom. Oh, I love that. I love a kid in a three piece suit. Oh, it's so cute. I mean, or like little Nikes. 
Uh-huh. I like a baby in Nikes. Oh. Yeah, they can only wear them for like two weeks. Oh, like not as gr- cute as baby in Adidas? Is I mean, just I, like Adidas. I like an Adidas situation okay. too. Okay. But they just like a sneaker. So are they are they in the wedding or this is yeah that the yeah they are what are, like um what are their duties um i think they're you know i don't know what happens at weddings <laughs> i don't know you're like i'm still drunk from my skinny turquoise yeah I had a skinny margarita 18 hours ago. <laughs> they don't talk have flower to me. petals or a ring. I don't know. <laughs> they're officiating. Can, can, they're officiating. God, that would be amazing if they were officiating. They're like, dearly beloved. Do you guys, Wait, do you that's guys, a funeral. Oh, my bad. See, oh, no, that's a wedding. Wait, we don't know. No, we do because dearly of Dearly be- beloved, we are we gathered, are gathered here. here today. Yeah, it's yeah, a wedding. It's okay. <laughs> We only know what a wedding is based on Prince. <laughs> yeah. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. <laughs> Do you wedding. guys get asked a lot to officiate weddings? I feel like that's something that people would ask you both. Yes. I have officiated weddings. You I have? performed at weddings. Yeah. I, I got my um certificate. Oh, whoa. Take just saw a ghost. Yeah, no, ghost. I was looking for my certificate on the wall and then yeah, I realized ghost. I didn't hang... <laughs> that up on the wall i've been asked to officiate weddings but i i mean i, I don't know the people yeah mm-hmm. and i just feel like that's they should know the person yes also i'm a little busy <laughs> also they gotta kick down the cash yeah, yeah. i would <laughs> i mean the other thing is if, what kind of cash you talking oh man if the price was right cold hard um, cash. I, i'm uh-huh. talking cold hard cash too i don't think anyone wants me to officiate their wedding because there's they're scared I'd start like talking about non-monogamy and <laughs> during the oh no, but I um I, I you know how like what do you, you guys always... think of throubles? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how you hear about uh, like really famous people like like just dropping in on weddings like they're in the same hotel yeah like Tom Hanks in. is walking by. Imagine being that level of famous that you just know they're gonna be happy to see me at this one. Like that's a pet peeve of mine. Oh, oh really? really? Oof. Yeah, it's pretty wild, right? Although I love Tom. I love Tom. But what Tom. about it? You just don't like the... Like, what is, you're just making such a... I can't imagine doing that. I know. I, I was, can't imagine. Like when people photobomb, you know, somebody's wedding or um, or interrupt something. Can you imagine the, the three of us walking in? You're, like, it's a statement of like, I'm so famous or important special the special that i can just barge in here i can make this day about me yeah (laughs) well it's just that you know people are gonna go oh my god i I don't know this union i know i'm I'm with you but then as i said it i was like if i was getting married and like bet midler walked in i'd be glad she did yeah come on i bet with like tom like a tom hank situation he might have been just like walking through and they're like oh my god oh my god top 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 come here come here take a picture it might have yeah. been like that listen yeah. i'm gonna give tom a pass okay <laughs> but in general i just think it's so che- it's so cheesy and presumptuous and you're just saying hey i'm such a big deal yeah because it's like who uh, would you go in and in between some random couple when they're getting their engagement pictures and be like hey <laughs> you oh know like god. if you weren't known 
they would they would not be amused they'd be like get out of we're paying by the hour here i'm i'm, I'm learning how to use like a film camera like mm-hmm. a like you know sure for, like for photographs and yeah, uh camera i, I was yeah, camera. Yeah, <laughs> and I was I was walking around uh, Central Park by myself and taking pics and being all arty. And then there was a couple taking engagement photos and like a beautiful. And I I started taking tons of pictures of them. And then I got too confident. I was getting up too close, <laughs> like because it was just there was their official photographer like <laughs> taking and they had lighting and everything. And I, and then I started really getting in there, worming my way in. And, oh my god! And when I got the pictures developed, like one of the pictures that I got developed. Uh, the groom is just looking directly into my lens like fuck off (laughs) the photographer's like did you guys hire another competing photographer (laughs) you should walk around with your business card and then you give it to them and then if they're interested in in buying the photo that you took yeah you'd be like i got some of the best shots you're not gonna want to miss out on these uh here's my card and my venmo <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. all tom hanks jumping into people's photos <laughs> yeah. i want to be very clear here i love tom hanks wow yeah it felt like you didn't for a second don't you dare you that i love you cleared that up. and i did say i i would i give him a pass true and you are you are a big rom-com gal i am a huge rom-tom 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 i love a good rom-tom that is what it should be called it should be he yeah. and meg ryan need to bring make bring another it back. yeah mm-hmm. make a rom-tom <laughs> Man, we really missed the boat on that being a, a popular word. What, rom-tom? Yeah. It sounds like Rumpelstiltskin. Like it's we just got to get a, another big tom to be a romantic oh. lead. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I just got it. I just... I just. Got oh, wait, it. you just understood. <laughs> I don't know what I was laughing Come at. Come on was... in. <laughs> Come on in. I just, I just, what did I say? I go, yeah, like Rumpelstiltskin. What? And we're like, and we're okay. like yeah, exactly <laughs> like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> 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 like, two minutes later. I uh, just got oh, it. I just oh, got oh, it. Not, oh, okay. Not like Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> and I didn't ha- even have a skinny turquoise last night. <laughs> oh my god, no that is too funny. <laughs> that is so, so I love your funny. bravery in admitting you got it two minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes? <laughs> it was much longer than that. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not keeping watch oh on the god. clock. <laughs> it's, yeah, even using. The word rumple still skin is a, it's such a reach. Where is it? I've ignored you. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> you fully ignored me. That word never fits into conversation. It, I know. It never Just like comes rumble up. Rumble skin. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. I think. I, I guess know. now's the time. To wedge it into a conversation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just like Rumble Stiltskin. Okay, where that came from is Fortune. I, I have blank I'm faces. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like crying right now. And then, I was like, oh, that bombed. not like Rumble <laughs> As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
I think I kind of thought you guys were laughing at how Rom Tom sounds like Rin Tin Tin or like Oh god, like not even close. <laughs> you wandered off from the pack there. I, got, I strayed. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, You say that know. name all the time when you're in preschool and then it never comes up again yeah same with rapunzel you talked about rapunzel before you definitely yeah you bring up like these... um fairy tale <laughs> yeah hansel gretel all the greats all the greats. my friend's dad almost called her and her brother hansel and gretel when they no. were born <laughs> that would be a cruel joke yeah was he at least german i don't know Oh, he's I, Italian. Hey, Pasquale. That was my father's name, Pasquale. No Pasquale. Way. Is that a t- that's Italian? Pasquale Notaro. Oh, wow. Pasquale. Uh-huh. A pizza pasta. That's all right. The Pasquale. Pasquale. Kind of like Rom Tom. <laughs> oh yeah, Pasquale, like uh, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably been reading fairy tales lately, so. That might be on your brain. I re- I, I'm very into like mythology and folklore on my oh, own. Really? Like, very into the Pied Piper of Hamelin as like an allegory for uh, what happens if you don't look at darkness. I so I've been listening wait what? To, well, like <laughs> I don't know. I'm into the Pied Piper. Rumpelstiltskin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the Pied Piper of Hamelin. Yeah, that's What's right. That? You know the Pied Piper. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Wait, you guys, you guys know the Pied Piper. Has no idea what you're talking about either, just for the record. Wait, are you serious? I don't know this. Okay, okay. I mean, I've heard the word Pied Piper. Yeah. So the Pied- but what is Hamlin? Why are we trying to pretend like we don't have a side podcast about <laughs> Hamlin and the Pied Piper? About mythology. Where we and- do a deep dive on it, okay? <laughs> the Pied Piper is from Hamlin. You know what's crazy is I just literally listened to a podcast that was a deep dive on the Pied Piper of Hamlin. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then funny. on their on their um, download count, it just says one. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh, wonderful. Can't wait to dig my teeth into this. <laughs> this podcast goes out to Mae Martin. I've only heard the phrase, like, you're going to have to pay the well, answer to the Pied Piper, pay the Pied Piper, whatever that phrase is. Yeah, so basically they had this rat problem in this small town. Oh, and boy. Like, May and- fact. <laughs> well, this is a, I don't even oh. know if this is based in truth. Can't be. No, well, who can't cares? Be. Who cares? May fantasy. <laughs> yeah, there should be a May fantasy. Uh, and then so this guy, this sort of magical outsider shows up all uh-huh. dressed in colorful robes and stuff. And yeah. he says, I'll, I'll, if you pay me this amount of money, I'll play my little pipe and I'll lead Ooh. all the rats out of town. Uh-huh. So he does. And he leads them all away. Ooh. And then the greedy townspeople don't pay him. <gasps> and, and he had warned them. No. And so then he, then he plays his little pipe and all the children of the town follow him. And, <gasps> oh. and he leads them into a mountain and they're never uh-huh. seen again. <gasps> oh, what? Wow, that went dark. Oh. Yeah. All those fairy tales are so dark. Yeah, true. And, yeah. and but I'm sorry to back up. Uh, you're into this story. You have <laughs> follow up questions. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> but like, okay, you can dig also, a that's story. Why you have to pay the Pied Piper. 
yeah, so they you don't gotta pay the kid, So he doesn't kidnap your children. Fortune yeah. wants to get full circle to like, <laughs> why are we talking about the pipe? <laughs> Fortune's like, and, well, what's his Venmo? I don't. Yeah. And Hamlin is where this took place. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think well, so. now we know the origin of that. Thank God. I think like myths and fairy tales. The reason they endure and and they resonate with us is that they yeah. speak. They speak to some like inner truth that we know, and they're they're helpful. And they're meant to scare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, like what? The big bad wolf, or oh, yeah, itsy totally. bitsy spider, or rom tom tom, yeah. or Rumpel <laughs> Van Winkle. What did Rumpelstiltskin do? I forgot. <laughs> he agreed to help this girl spin her hair into gold. Mm. Um, and then he said something about guessing his name. If you get, if you guess my name, I'll... and then she guessed it or something, and then he stomped into the, he stomped himself into the ground. He was so mad. Ooh. Oh, he said, "Give me your firstborn child, unless you can guess my name." Whoa! Good night. Like a... That's high stakes. <laughs> <laughs> it takes going night night in her panties. Yeah, night night in my panties. <laughs> After that story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was so angry, he stomped her into the ground. <laughs> Do you have your ponches on? <laughs> Time to go night night. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the best part about this podcast. We just really never know where we're going at some point. <laughs> Should we go into our guest question? Yes, let's do it. Sure. Sure. That's why we're here. All right. Our question for this episode is from... My dear old pal, I don't know how tight you guys are with uh, Mr. Mike Berbiglia. I don't know him well, but I really like him. Yeah. His one-man shows are really impressive. Oh, my gosh. I think I just met him for the first time in, in Montreal. Yeah. But you know someone's a, like a comedian's comedian when people just call them Berbiglia, like by the last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you know you've made it as a comedian, people start calling you Berbiglia. That's right, May. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, Burbigs. Yeah, I have known Mike forever, and I just really admire his uh, his writing and performing. Every everything, he's so so talented and a very nice guy. He's a stand up actor, writer, director. You've seen him in the movies Sleepwalk with Me and A Man Called Otto with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, he actually, uh, Mike just released his latest stand-up special called The Old Man and the Pool, and you can watch that on Netflix. I can't wait. Let's hear Burbig's question. Woohoo. Hey, it's Mike Burbiglia. Okay, here's my question. What is the most surprising thing about being an adult that would have surprised your childhood self? Like, what would your childhood self be most shocked about? about your adult self mm. Mm. so most much su- so most much surprising thing about being an adult i feel like for me out of the gate i would never have believed that i could pull my life together and be i feel like a good reliable partner and parent mm. And just kind of keep the train moving, you know, because right. I was just so, I don't know. Chaotic. Yeah, it just might. Yeah, I was moving all the time. This job, mm-hmm. that job, you know, 
I, I, I can't believe that I took this turn and yeah. that I'm able to maintain yeah. a relationship, a family, a career, and all of that stuff. You yeah. were more just kind of like flailing through the wind. Yeah, kind of like, like get my mail, put it in a stack, and then my electricity goes off. And I'm like, what? What happened? Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, right. I got my mail and I didn't open my bills. You know? Yeah. I was that kind of person. And that started young for you, right? You were like, yeah, dropping out of school. Like, so did you, yeah, did you imagine you were going to be a kind of like lone wolf hitchhiker? Like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think when I was, um, you know, a lone wolf failure dropout, not really a lone wolf. I mean, I was, I had a lot of great friends and, but I was certainly not following a typical path and I was just, I was failing and dropped out and i didn't think i was going to have much for myself yeah and i think it was also because what was drilled into my head that if i didn't do these things then i wouldn't have much for myself but i also didn't want too much for myself and you i didn't have like lofty goals no oh my god yeah. and you felt like allergic to the kind of prescribed like yeah i, I was I, yeah i was similar i think yeah yeah, it w it was not for me, and I just thought, well, it's fine. I'll just have a little hatchback, live in a studio apartment, mm -hmm. have uh, just uh, I'll deliver pizza, and then mm -hmm. just have my friends and <laughs> a girlfriend, or yeah. maybe have a baby one day. But I didn't think I was gonna be able to handle much more or have much more, and and that includes the much more meaning even ability to navigate my life yeah yeah, yeah. that's great then that's very mm -hmm. when do you think the turning point was did you feel a shift at some point into this new path or was it gradual i think it was there's just been different shifts that have happened you know i i certainly could keep some things together in life and and i mean i guess i had fantasies and dreams about something else but mm -hmm. i didn't believe that that would happen for me you know mm -hmm. yeah. i wanted to do work in music business um i mean my deep dark secret was wanting to do stand-up but i my fantasy that i could share was that i wanted to work in music business and so i had that kind of dream and i mm -hmm. i had some things under control in life but but I would say, I remember I wrecked a friend's car and that mm -hmm. really kind of made me wake up a little mm. more. Like, what am I, I need to pull this together, right. you know? And then that sent me into more of a a traditional job while I was doing open mics, you know? But mm -hmm. it felt good to have that desk job that I was had a reliable income and that kind of stuff mm. because I just felt really bad about myself when I wrecked that car yeah mm. fortune do you remember when you were a kid what how you pictured your life I remember growing up feeling like there's got to be more there was always something missing but I think my childhood was sort of over like the the thing that was kind of the shadow over it was just not knowing who I was so I could never like live my life to the fullest in in a certain way. Like I wasn't, 
dating and I wasn't comfortable with myself because I didn't know myself. And a lot of that had to do with coming out later. I came out at 25 and I feel like, gosh, who even was I Mm -hmm. before then? I was just kind of always like, something's missing. And I never would have guessed that at some point in my life, I would have such a clear idea of who I am and um, have peace in that way. Because everything in felt very chaotic, very um, Mm. discombobulated. And yeah, so I have a lot more peace um, that I got once I became an adult and got to sort of be the captain of my own ship and make my own money and um, make my own decisions. I didn't, I don't think I liked it in the hands of other people. (laughs) I like that uh, both of you are like thinking about, and and me too, probably like about adulthood as happening, like much later than like the, because the numbers are so arbitrary, right? Like oh, 18, you're an, you're an adult, but now they're saying your brain isn't fully formed till you're 27. Like it, that actual transition into like, I don't know, self-assuredness. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot later, I think for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Your twenties are insane. I feel like I was a different person almost. I was still like the essence of me was there. Like I was silly and mm-hmm. yeah. I, I want to say I was kind and like I was still like kind of a a good time gal, but in a very innocent kind of naive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely feel like that version of myself. I almost look at my childhood and that self as like a different person. Yeah. And I can kind of like look back on her and give her grace and give her a little bit of a break because I was very hard on myself for a long time of not figuring it out and not knowing who I was and. Why is this all feeling so all over the place? And But, you know, when, when you're a kid, a lot of things aren't in your control. You are at the mercy of adults, you know, figuring it out for a lot of things for you. So I think I liked it once I could mm. um, take the reins. It's interesting yeah. how getting to know yourself in life, there's so many chapters of that. Because once I really settled into who I was and was like, oh, okay, this is me. Mm -hmm. I'm like so on and into another chapter of learning who I am in a long-term relationship, learning who I am as a parent, learning who I am as a boss, learning who I am in all of these different ways. And it all morphs as it continues too. Mm-hmm. Authenticity is like like when you're being closer to who you really are. Then it feels like you get into like on a vinyl record, you kind of fall into the the groove, and mm-hmm. and things start happening more smoothly. And and you know what I mean. And when you're out of alignment with with like what who you actually are, then yeah, you're scratching all over the, around the town. Yeah, yeah. What about for you, May? I think as a little kid, I was a lot more in line with with who I was because I was lucky I don't know I was lucky that I always said I wanted to be a comedian even when I was like little little and I was wearing three-piece suits and I was like silly and I was and then and then I think puberty fucked me over and then I was it, it just has taken me a long time to get back to who I was as a kid like closer to who I was then, you know, and closer to fine, closer to fine. <laughs> and <laughs> what do you what do you mean by puberty fucked you over? Well, I think that that's like I grew my hair long. I'd never had long hair. I'd, I, I mm-hmm. suddenly felt that pressure to conform. So I grew my hair long for like three years or something around 13. Yeah, I got, and got into 
drugs and got just got i, I mean probably also because my body started changing at puberty and i was mm-hmm. a little tranny probably and i was like really upset by it and didn't know i just felt like so terrible about it and then if you're really off the rails and you you know then you're meeting shrinks and you get kind of into like the system of you know and then in rehab and stuff and people are telling you like as soon as you sort of diagnose teenagers and throw around those things it really Mm -hmm. limits how you see your own potential Mm -hmm. and the possibilities for your life so when people are you know any labels do that right but if you're like well you're an addict and you're you know a compulsive liar or whatever and it's like yeah I'm of course lying because I'm a teenager and I want to do drugs but like those labels really fucked with Mm -hmm. me like I was like oh I'm a bad I'm bad and so I never I never thought about my life really beyond 30 I thought like I would just be being nuts and then probably mm-hmm. something bad would happen. So it's, yeah, been a, a nice like shift. I'm surprised, yeah, that this feels like so that just the start of my life. I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially, this is such a <laughs> lame thing, but doing improv again, like it really taps into some silliness in me mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. It's, yeah, and I, you know, in the past sort of five or six years, I've felt that with stand up too. And, but I think for years I was not really myself on stage and it takes a while to figure that out. And oh man, and improv is just like tapping into some primal early part of myself doing dumb voices and yeah, like joking. letting yourself be silly. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Well, we all got pretty deep. I, I know. Liked, I liked yeah. that. <laughs> the laughs I mean, all went away. And I we were know. like, well, I didn't <laughs> find myself for another 10 years. <laughs> I know, and then I, know. I was living on the streets. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I wonder if you think Mike probably intended us to be like, well, I, you know, <laughs> bath time used to be fun as a kid. And now it's. <laughs> Well, I certainly never thought I'd be a stand-up comedian. I mean, that to me seemed like not a real job. Yeah. You know, that was like one of those Hollywood is some fanciful place. It might as well have been Narnia for yeah. me. Now you're starting to sound like May. May's rubbing yeah. off on me. I'm like, oh, are you talking about Aslan? <laughs> Did somebody say Narnia? Did somebody say <laughs> anything that you can say in this voice? Did somebody say it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember in college I did I was my college graduation speaker and I was kind of try to be funny up top. I wasn't like a class clown, but I had moments of funny. And I gave this speech and and it made people laugh in the beginning and I remember that feeling of like, "Oh, that's really cool." And then I also it also had like a motivational mm-hmm. bend to it and I was like even then, I was like, oh, I want to be like a motivational speaker. It never occurred to me, like, because I'd heard like Chris Farley. It's funny because yeah, it goes yeah. back to comedy. Yeah. Hearing Chris Farley's character be like, I'm a motivational speaker. You're going to live in a van down by the river. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, I want to be a motivational speaker because I like, I like using words to make people feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember th- having that thought of like, well, that's impossible. That like doesn't, how do you get a bunch of people to listen to you? How do you motivate people with the most tired voice? <laughs> <laughs> and with a microphone and 
just you. And hey, then, you so, gotta get up, right? Come on, <laughs> let's get going. I was like a, I was like a slow Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'm, it's fortune, and I'm here to motivate you. <laughs> You're gonna live in a van. Down Damn. by the river. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are uh, here talking we are. to people and they're listening. I feel mm-hmm. like kid, how come kids always, they always want to be vets or like. No, I wanted to. Did you? You wanted to be a vet? I did. Yeah. And an architect. And I wanted to be the fifth beetle. Oh my oh. God. That's good. I think we would have we would have been pals, Tig. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like deeply into the Beatles and, and it, like <sighs> as if I was the first person that discovered them like that was me like when yeah. I was in elementary school we had this friend that lived in England and it's so hilarious because of course we could buy Beatles records in the States but mm-hmm. he would come from England to visit us and he would bring me and my brother Beatles records Rolling Stones <laughs> records the Who and I got into the British Invasion well after Mm. it happened and (laughs) i mean i was so into all of that when i was in elementary school my brother went a little more stones and i went a little more beetles but yeah Yeah. i was if i was able to do a a report on somebody it was always john lennon i would have been like who are the beetles (laughs) can we get some jimmy buffett going (laughs) you weren't into the beetles as a kid no jimmy buffett huh i mean yeah yeah or vanilla ice i don't vanilla. know what to tell you <laughs> jimmy buffett jimmy or vanilla ice baby and alf of course <laughs> cherry berry alf, my tastes Prince. were not refined yet <laughs> listen jimmy buffett was a really great songwriter and he's obviously very known for margaritaville yeah i'm out there yelling salt Salt, salt. <laughs> I've never heard this. <gasps> Margaritaville? No. Oh my god, this is so hilarious. Some people say that there's a woman to blame. Never in my You don't know that song? Never. Cheeseburger in paradise. Paradise. No, that's not a real song. Yes. yes and he played it <laughs> no. for like 30 years he and just everyone... died really yeah. mm. but do you know who jimmy buffett is no no you I, never I, heard the name jimmy buffett I, I, are you I, I turn, kind of are you having it. a tig moment i i kind of recognize the name but is oh, he, is he called buffett is he called buffett because his songs are all no, about like last... food and drinks <laughs> well they're not all that what is the fins to the left, fins to the right? <laughs> he was like, he was the guy that oh like gosh. started the like um, island like music. Like, the other thing you're, you're not going to be aware of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What that... Like, well, you know, he's like wearing the floral. What are you calling them? Hawaiian shirts? Yeah. It was a big thing. Like people would tailgate all day for his concerts. He sang the same songs for like thirty years, but. If he played new stuff, everyone's like, boo, sing Cheeseburger in Paradise. My old assistant, who lives in our guest house at our office, he is such a parrot head, which That's is what, what his fans uh, are called. His fans are called. He, he, mm-hmm. Patrick is such a parrot head that he started his own Jimmy Buffett podcast that got picked up by no. 
Margaritaville, Jimmy's wow. brand. And now he's got, I think, an XM radio show Heck yeah. um, for uh, Jimmy Buffett. Have you heard of the hotel or restaurant Margaritaville? No. And oh, my God. You're <laughs> no. not even eating any coconut shrimp. <laughs> I'm, I'm allergic to coconut. But oh, yeah, we've, uh, we've gone over this. I forgot. It just seems crazy this is to me. This blowing that, my mind, May. It, it seems crazy to me. That <laughs> I don't I didn't think I'd meet anyone who doesn't know who Jimmy Buffett is. I just don't like that it's cheeseburger in paradise because you'd, you'd think you'd call it hamburger in heaven. I, I think that's catchier. Cheeseburger in paradise. Paradise. <laughs> I have <laughs> never. For the first time, Fortune. <laughs> I know. What are some other <laughs> verses in that song? I can't think of it. Um... <laughs> What? How else does it go, Tig? Yeah, we could get Patrick on the horn. Do you remember <laughs> how the rest of the song goes? I don't remember. Tried to amend my carnivorous habit, made it nearly <laughs> 70 days. Out some something, some, picking up something, something, something. Well, at night I have this is it actually about a cheeseburger like about yeah what i like my with lettuce and tomato hans 57 and french fried potatoes okay i gotta get you gotta send me some you gotta send me some some clips i gotta get into this and that it shows people like when he sang margaritaville people would yell salt 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 yeah I just can't believe that people were at these concerts going nuts. Yeah, like, and they're—it's the nuts. most mellow music. That's because they're drinking what Tig likes, margaritas, yeah. skinny Margaritaville. <gasps> Did I just create something? <laughs> this is a weight loss camp. It's called Skinny Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You had a margarita when we went out. You, me, and Stephanie. And I, I took you to the only mm-hmm. vegan restaurant I've ever heard of. And I don't think it was vegan, right? No, for the most part, not. But there, were, <laughs> there was, a, <laughs> there was quite a bit of vegan stuff. But um, I'll take you to Craig's. Then you can eat vegan food, and I can eat not vegan food. I've been to what's Craig's? Craig's? Craig's is in West Hollywood. It's like in a, an Italian joint, oh, um, okay. but that also has a pretty decent sized vegan menu. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm going to a Airbnb this weekend that i rented as like a surprise birthday party for uh this woman who i'm heavily involved with this a woman <laughs> i was like who is it for you <laughs> a woman so for she, my girl, so she my doesn't girlfriend. know she knows that we're going to an airbnb and that a couple of people are coming but she doesn't know the extent okay. and i'm really nervous i've never successfully pulled off like i, I don't surprise. think i've ever planned a surprise party and it says on the airbnb Thing, no parties do not have parties. Oh, well, so wait you're doing it anyway <laughs> I, it's too late now i've invited everyone oh, oh no. my gosh it's, but it's a what are you gonna time. do is it wait is it down in the like palm springs area because they are very ornery about that stuff it's malibu and i'm oh. hoping because it's run by one of those like companies that runs that a they won't hope- be checking <sighs> wait, we have so. an airbnb in malibu where wait. we have uh, if it's your message that says that you can't have parties wait Are you, you have an airbnb no oh, oh my god i was like <laughs> that was insane. insane i would like to stay there 
<laughs> I have a really great fix for this issue. Okay. Oh, what? Have everybody dress in the exact same costume. Mm. So like oh. a long trench coat, a mustache, black rim glasses, <laughs> a hat, and then it just looks like the same person. That's actually brilliant. You know? Move it, moving from room to room. And then you're like, we think the same person keeps coming in and Keeps in arriving and to the Airbnb. <laughs> like, that it looks like the tape is glitched. That's yeah. Have everyone yeah. go buy the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. You need to have everyone buy a sweatshirt because trench coats, that's a lot. Let's, have, yeah. let's go with a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> and a mullet. Have everyone well, no, buy a, a mullet? Trench, a trench coat's going to hide the different body types and heights and stuff. If it's a trench coat, you want two but kids, if they have one dark on the shoulders. Jeans, dark jeans, dark sweatshirt, mullet. Ooh, I have a better idea. Oh, what do you got? Oh, and it's it's not too big of a stretch more with, um, you know, investing in this. You got to buy a few at like... Four of those big horse costumes where <laughs> two people or three people are in there and somebody's on the shoulders and you could put a mullet on the horses and then they all just clomp into the party. And that's fun as part of the surprise. Yeah. And yeah. then you say, where does it say no horses at the party? Mm-hmm. Show you know? me the claws. Where yeah. it says no horses. No horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, here's how you can do it. You can have one horse comes to the party that you got three people crammed in that. That suit, sounds right? like a start yeah. of a joke. One horse comes, horse comes, comes to the party. Oh, this is no joke. I'm trying to help you have a successful party down at Malibu Beach. Okay, so you got three people crammed in the horse clump yeah. suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you get one of those things where. Three people sit on each other's shoulders, and then yep. they're like eight feet tall. Yeah, so you oh got three people God. crammed so into there. That's so that's six, six people, and then the others just come in as people. Two horses oh and two giants. That's twelve people. Two horses and two giants walk into an Airbnb, <laughs> and then it's me, my girlfriend, and her daughter, and then two horses and two giants. That's the fifteen. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and you can put uh, mullet wigs on all three of them. The horse and the two giants. Problem solved. Nothing to see here. <laughs> and then everyone just clomps into the party. How many are on the giant? Three people? Yeah. So you need someone that can really... You need a very firm base. Yeah. yeah. Fortune's it's, right it's about It's like this. a Russian nesting doll. They need to get smaller as they go up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good thing the rock is coming and he, he's, he can be the base <laughs> on Good one of them. Good thing we're thinking all this stuff through right now. <laughs> I would have uh, been we were worried about longer. your um, situation and now not worried. Yeah, so have a good time. Great. I'm kind of bummed. I'm not going to the party as a horse. You could be a surprise. Buy a trench coat, Tig. <laughs> Put a trench coat on my horse suit. Well, that'll be fun. I've never thrown a surprise. I don't think I've thrown a surprise party, so. Well, I mean, she knows there's something going on. And I keep being like, do you want to know in advance? And she's like, no, That stop. doesn't sound like you're trying to keep the surprise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's because I would hate it. I would want to know. Okay. I don't mind being surprised. So if you guys ever want to throw me a party with a bunch of horses. Let's do it. Tidge, get your uh, cowboy hat out. <laughs> Has anyone thrown you a surprise party? Back in uh, college, I got thrown a surprise party. That was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Jax has surprised me with like some friends coming over. Yeah. Like during the thick of the quarantine, I had a big milestone birthday. 
Mm-hmm. And she had two of my best friends surprise okay. me with, they made me a pie and sat Aww. 10 feet away in the backyard. Oh, that's Wee! Nice. But honestly, <laughs> I was like, it's not how I expected to celebrate that birthday, but uh-huh. just having any joy, I yeah. was like, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. When is your when is your birthday? July first. Oh, great! Canada birthday. Day. Yeah. Have we been over this? Take when's yours? March twenty fourth. Yeah. Day before Elton John's birthday day. Huge. Mm. I actually do have the same birthday as The Rock, May second. Oh. May it was born in May. Yeah. Wow. David Beckham, The Rock, all the greats. May Martin. May <laughs> Martin. You know who I share a birthday with is what's his name he's a football player oh well and then i also tom brady no and it's the only one i know i don't know why i brought this up my apologies and then (laughs) the other one is the football player on the bills that got hurt oh a few yeah there's a big moment when he got lamar hamlin damar hamlin i'm sorry hamlin Pied Piper of Hamlin. Oh my God, what a full circle moment, you guys. We are so handsome. (laughs) That is crazy. (laughs) Wow. Who knew that we'd be able to do that? Whoa. I mean, what a podcast. What a podcast. (laughs) That was electric. (laughs) Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. Anyway, (laughs) we have to capture that moment of Fortune saying, what a podcast, what a podcast, what a podcast, and make that, what is that, a meme or whatever this, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, other people have my birthday, I'm sure, Jimmy Buffett, probably, oh, brought Jimmy Buffett back, (laughs) oh, what a podcast, what a podcast, what a podcast, put your fist in the air, Should we listen to uh, what Mike Birbiglia's answer is? Right, Mike. Right. (laughs) Let's hear what Mike has to say. I think the reason that this was my question was that uh, for me, it's kind of everything. Uh, Like, I'm surprised that I am married. I'm surprised that I have a child. I'm surprised that I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm surprised I left Massachusetts and lived in New York. Um, I actually think about this all the time because... I could not have predicted any of it. Anyway, thanks for having me on. Thanks, Mike. That's very in keeping with everything we said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like I can't believe that I'm that I am a functioning person. <laughs> yeah, that I'm a person. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a testament to you can accomplish anything beyond your wildest dreams. So don't ever think that you have to limit yourself. Or think that you can't do something that seems hard or impossible. Because you just never know. So why not try? Yeah. I was trying to be motivational. Because um, I didn't get to be a motivational speaker. So well, here, you can this always, is my moment. You can always wrap up each episode moving forward with a nice little motivational wrap up with fortune. Your own little fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. And we should, <laughs> we should end with a, a group. What a podcast. <laughs> what a podcast. <laughs> Oh man, this episode had everything. It had Uh laughs, it had music, awkward silences, (laughs) silence, and uh, motivational moments of deep 
thoughts and feelings rumpelstiltskin we should also we should remind people that we're um doing a live show december 18th oh yeah i'm so Mm. pumped at dynasty typewriter but also that you can watch it from anywhere in the world you can live stream it let's get a million people to watch (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh let's do it yeah we would be in the book of world records yeah for sure i think we could pull that off between no one's watched no no, there's never been a million people that's watched anything before (laughs) (laughs) i feel like people don't really go out for world records like they used to in the 70s and 80s you're so right that used to be huge if i can predict i think at some point in our lifetime may will attempt to break a world record of some sorts. Oh, oh. I know what it's going to be. What? You're going to ride a motorcycle over a bunch <laughs> of barrels. I could see that. Yeah. Oh my yes, God. that's in your future, that's man. That's in your Good future. Luck. Be I, careful out there. Please. I, I thought you were going to say something nerdy. like it's a lot of barrels. Cor- correcting the most grammar in one hour, but like... Well, you uh, never well know. it'd still be know. kind of nerdy if that's what you really set your mind to. And well, because what... I'll be wearing one of those hats with the propellers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll help you take flight. Yeah, it'll <laughs> lift me up. Yeah. Tig, take it away. What do we got coming up? Well, our live handsome show is coming up on December 18th, Fortune. And you can join in the fun from anywhere in the world. Woo! Tickets are sold out in person. But you can join us streaming live on the internet by going to DynastyTypewriter.com. That's DynastyTypewriter.com to see our live streaming show December 18th. And we also have some other cool stuff, Tig. What do we have? Merchandise. Yeah, for our handsome Yeah, we listeners. got merchandise. Yeah, we got tote bags. We got hats. We got stickers. Yeah, yeah. All your favorite words on those things, too. And those can be found at handsomepod.com. I do think we should make some merch that says, what was it? When I'm naked, I know what I'm up to or something. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the list going, Thomas. Keep the list going. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, I hope uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, you'll go uh, give us a, a five-star or a review. It uh, certainly is appreciated by all of us. Yes. You can also share the episode with friends. If you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to turn my friend on to this show, here's a perfect example of the show. Send it over to them. Yeah, if you're like, my, my, the Jimmy Buffett fan in my life needs to hear this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't wait to bring in some parrot heads on this episode. Yes. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Yeah. yeah. Is there any handsome stuff you would like our listeners to know about May? Yes, Fortune. November 29th, uh, I'm at Dynasty Typewriter with uh, Stephanie Allen and Alana doing a, yeah, a live streamed improv show. Uh, And then Largo, December 2nd and 11th. Nice. Nice. What about you, Fortune? I'm going to be on the road doing stand-up November 30th in Kansas City. After Christmas, I have St. Petersburg, Orlando, Jacksonville, and West Palm Beach, Florida. Just added uh, shows in Vancouver, Toronto, Los Angeles, New Jersey, London. I'm going to Europe uh, uh, for London and Amsterdam. So get your tickets uh, at my website, fortunefeemster.com. Take what about you? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, I'm going to be in College Park, Maryland, January 26th, 
And then uh, Waterville, Maine, March 9th. So go to tignotaro.com. Get all show information there. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, keep, keep, it, keep handsome. it handsome. Should we do a what a podcast? Yeah. What a, what what a podcast. podcast. What a podcast. What a podcast. <laughs> handsome is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, Mae Martin, and Fortune Themester. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Willette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at handsomepod. What a podcast. What a podcast. <laughs> that was electric. <laughs>